Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Old-time Big Ten football. Yeah. Touchdown, Purdue! If you haven't jumped ship yet, thank you for sticking around and listening to this podcast about a team that's two and six and seems to be trending in a god awful direction. Um, this this is a game where I feel like a lot of people um, had their emotions really come out um, and really started turning their focus towards basketball. Obviously, Purdue's basketball team got started yesterday with this, you know, it's scheduled somewhat, you know, it was exhibition at Arkansas. Um, and a lot of people were like, yep, now it's officially basketball season for Purdue because yesterday's 31 to 14 loss, <laughs> that was uh, another dreadful performance by the offense. thought the defense played well enough to win, um, but you just can't put your defense in that spot to lose in that manner over and over again. So I have some thoughts. I will get into um, several of those, but thank you for joining the Behind the Rails of Purdue Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Vance. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed. If you still want to subscribe, I don't want to be a, a downer this entire show, but this has not been a fun, um, uh, let's say, 12 or so hours to digest this. I, as you can tell, this podcast is being Released later than usual if you are catching it on YouTube or finally just now getting the notification. Had a uh, Halloween party shortly after the game ended yesterday, so I wasn't able to record right after the game like I usually am. So I had some time, more time than usual, to digest this game and come up with some thoughts. I had some thoughts in-game as well as I usually do with keeping uh, running notes of the game and just my thoughts. But we'll get into those. If you're not subscribed, follow, rate, review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, leave your comments below. Um, thank you so much to those Purdue fans who have commented on the YouTube stream, um, to those who have not record, um, not really had some nice things to say last time, but that's all right. We'll, uh, we'll keep chugging along here. This show, as always, is presented by Bet Online. The last of the major sports leagues kicks off this week. Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything 
on the NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the Bet Online. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts, and the start of this game was pretty controversial. Um, you had uh, Purdue recovering uh, the fumble on the kickoff, which I thought Nebraska had it um, right away. Um, but you can clearly see that Purdue recovered it and had a uh, both knees down on the ground to uh, have possession of the ball. So, but then you get two penalties to start the possession. So you go backwards, they go for it on fourth and eleven, and that was just that was that should have been the signal that this was going to be a rough day because they take a deep shot to Deion Burks, which. I, I noticed throughout the game that was a, a um, something that Purdue tried to do more often was take more deep shots, couldn't really connect on any of them. And I I, I still have some – that's that's one of the positives. One, maybe just one positive I have for Graham Harrell. I, right now, let's, let's just start right now. I don't think he should be the offensive coordinator more. I think he should be done. I don't like – how this team has regressed offensively like tremendously. And I get it. There are issues along the offensive line. Your two starting tackles from the beginning of the year are gone, but the, the play calling the decision-making on that side of the ball, um, not choosing to establish the running game. And I get it. Maccabee fumbled, but have some confidence in the guy that he can still carry the ball. And, be good enough to establish a solid run game. He averaged six yards per carry. Six yards per carry. That was he was the leading rusher as far as average yesterday. And he seemed to get chunk plays. He seems to get he seemed to get six yards every single time he touched the ball. And they never went back to him. Only seven carries on the day. And I get it. He fumbled early on. And you're probably thinking, here we go again. We thought we had these issues solved, but when Tracy's not getting anything going, when Hudson feels like he is panicking back there all the time, has no time in the world, and just doesn't look comfortable out there, you got to try something else. And I think Maccabee was your best option yesterday against a rushing defense that's one in one of the best in, in the Big Ten and one of the best in the country. At least Maccabee was picking up some yardage when he carried the ball. I, I that was just frustrating to me. Um, I, I know Hard Card was under pressure. He only he was only sacked one time, but he didn't feel comfortable. He looked like he would take one quick read, barely look at his second read, and was instantly trying to get the heck out of there. And to Nebraska's credit, they blitzed a lot early on to make him feel uncomfortable the rest of the day. It felt like there was six to seven guys rushing him on every drop back. I mean, there was felt like he had no time to stay in the pocket whatsoever in that game. And it felt like that anytime Purdue got a momentum, potential momentum swinging play with a turnover or 
um, uh, a big you know return or whatever. Felt like they had good field position at any moment in the game. They would just either have a negative play or a penalty, and that's on the coaching staff. At least the, the penalties. You need to have your team more disciplined than what they were yesterday. And coming off the bye week, you felt like you were going to come into this game and have the chance to show me something different. Show the fan base something different that you've improved or you're healthy or you have a scheme that's going to work against a good Nebraska defense. No. Didn't have any of that. It it felt like this, this offense is going backwards in a quick way and card has just completely regressed since the Illinois game hasn't looked comfortable at all and I don't know if he's he's still banged up or he's worried about getting hit in the shoulder or what have you I mean I I know coaching staff said he was 100 percent um during on Monday the previous Monday but there was nothing that showed me that this offense is going to fix these things anytime quickly because they're the decision-making the play calling the execution is not there card was off target all day he had so many overthrows high passes and that that tells me that he's not comfortable he's not able to get his feet set get his feet under him and deliver the ball with accuracy because he had a couple of good throws when he had time to throw like those couple of those deep shots were nice throws. They had enough air under them. They had, um, they gave time for Burks to run underneath them or at least be very close to them. Um, at least to get his hands on them. I think he dropped maybe a couple of them, but there's no, other than Burks getting some separation, there's nothing easy. There's no easy passes for this team. Everything is in a tight window. Everything is with a defender right on the receiver. And Card has to make these throws. And when he's not on or he's being pressured and he's not able to stand in there and deliver a good throw, more than likely the pass is going to be inaccurate, not as catchable as it should be, or where a defender can make a play on it. And that's just how this offense has gone in these last three weeks, these last three games. And they faced some really good defenses. But show some sort of life. Show something. Their first 12 possessions read like this yesterday. Downs. Fumble, punt, interception, punt, 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 field goal attempt that was missed, punt, punt, downs, punt, finally a touchdown on their 13th offensive possession. It took them 13 possessions to finally, finally find the end zone. And it was just a struggle all day. And Nebraska wasn't lighting the ball, lighting the scoreboard up either they took advantage of some short fields uh they had 
one really good drive of 15 plays, 87 yards. That was the most consistent drive of anybody on the day. And they had one big deep shot that connected early after Thieneman. Um, and I don't know if it was just him. I didn't get a good replay of, of the play. And he got beat. And it was a pass that went over him. Easy touchdown for Nebraska. So I think that was their first uh, score of the game. And then you just you have two turnovers in your first three quarters, two turnovers on downs, field goal missed, no running game. Offense struggled tremendously to sustain any rhythm whatsoever. And I always come back to what's the plan? What's the plan? Are we going to try to establish the running game? Is is we're going to make some short, quick passes to get Card into a rhythm? And we're not doing any of that. And what, what makes you think as a fan, what makes me think as a fan that this is going to be fixed because we're trending in a bad direction. And there hasn't been a lot of weeks where I'm sitting here banging the table Hey, Graham Harrell did a good job. No, not at all. When when have I ever said that? When have I even come? I, I said one positive thing. More deep shots in this game than what I think we saw in the previous two. That's it. That's one thing. But when you can't connect on them, when you can't execute, and when you can't finish the play, what's the point of them? So, other than that one adjustment, there really hasn't been anything to say, man, this has been a good offense. This is trending in the right direction. This makes me feel good about where we're going. And I think the reason why a lot of people jumped ship yesterday is because now it kind of becomes pretty darn clear that your bull hopes are all but dashed. Yes, you only have six losses. If you win out, you can go to a bowl game. That's not happening. Purdue is losing next week. I will, I will cut this clip up right now, if if or if anybody else wants to, but I, this will be saved. Purdue is not beating Michigan next week at all. They won't even be close. Think of that Ohio State game. It might be worse. It might be worse, honestly, because Michigan has had a bye week, and yes, Michigan plays Penn State at Penn State the following week. Doesn't matter. They won't be looking ahead to that game. They'll just roll over Purdue because I I don't think this team has quit on Walters yet. And I think that's one thing positive that you can take away from this team. They At least the, the defense kept fighting because you had Jenkins, you had Scorton, you had Thieneman, you had Karloftis all over the place, um, Snoopy Kane out there. I mean, those four guys have been tremendous this year um there's not a whole lot that i can say that would be negative about those guys uh, jenkins an incredible day four and a half tackles for loss two sacks fumble recovery one for a touchdown uh picked it up and, and scored uh tremendous play and scorton and Karloftis were all around the ball early on um, and they were throughout the day it felt like and 
I I just feel like that this defense put the team on its back yesterday and said, hey, we have a chance. We're getting some stops. It's only a two-score game for the majority of that game. And just do something, offense. Do something. And I feel like the defense has played better than what some of the numbers show because the offense is putting it in bad situations. The, the, I think the offense has been I, – I know it's like middle of the road, Big Ten – Maybe that's off of previous the previous like five or six games number numbers when they were actually scoring above twenty points per game. But this offense is absolutely dreadful when it goes up against Big Ten competition, good Big Ten defenses, and it's only going to get worse next year when you face oh not the USC defense, but when you face the likes of a Washington defense, an Oregon defense. Uh, UCLA defense. UCLA's defense is one of the best in the country this year, if not the best. And I I can't see, at least for this season, and so many more people, I think yesterday it brought out the emotion of, you know, oh, this is this is Hazel 2.0. And, and we're not there yet. This this wasn't a 42 to nothing blowout to a middling team like Hazel was. Yes, it's it's not a good look. Your yes, your offense is bad, but from what I see, your your team is is still fighting. Your team hasn't given up, and maybe that changes next week at Michigan when they finally are out of bowl contention and they get beat down pretty bad. Another, you know, thirty point loss that they're going to hang. And and at uh in Ann Arbor next week, but I don't think that this team has quit yet. And there are several talented players on this team that you hope don't leave in the transfer portal, that you hope stick around. Maybe you need to go in to the transfer portal and find another quarterback or find a playmaker. Because there are pieces on this team, but in just the areas that are big difference makers, quarterback, receiver, I think the secondary will come around. Losing Marquise Wilson was a big hit. I I think I think you do maybe maybe the result is still the same against Ohio State but it doesn't look as easy for Ohio state. Let's say, I mean, cause you're going to have Marquise Wilson on Marvin Harrison jr. Instead of Derek Rogers for half the game. So we'll, we'll have to, you know, see there, but this team has been banged up. Obviously the, there's no excuses. Next man up, whatever, but I still think there are pieces on this team. that are talented. I mean, just if, if you just, if I showed you Jenkins' numbers, he feels like an all all Big Ten lineman. I don't think he's going to be first team, second team, maybe. I just think he's been playing very well, very well. And all all Big Ten freshman team is going to be Thieneman. There are a few pieces on this team. 
I think in, in we'll evaluate at the end of the year what they need to go out and get. It seems like a lot right now, but there are pieces on this team. There, it's a lot of people are making the comparison or saying that you know it's not Walters. He didn't recruit these guys. It was you know all these whatever excuses that you want to make. Yes, this team has not performed up to the expectations that a lot of us had. Some people thought it was going to go this way. I thought it was going to be six, seven wins, and I thought they at least have been competitive before the Ohio State game. They were competitive in those games. And we had some some people comment that, how are they competitive in the Syracuse game? They were moving the ball. It was just the turnovers. They got into Syracuse territory and fumbled the ball a thousand times. You can't do that. So I still think there are pieces on this team. I just think that the way that they are being coached, the way that they're being put in positions to win is not up to par right now. And I think it, it deserves a change, at least on the offensive side, because there has been if, – if we continue in this downward trajectory of this team not being able to perform and move the ball – and I get it. The defenses are better. But if we don't see anything in these last three games of the year, Minnesota's defense is good and solid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it would, would not say above average by any means. They have a couple of really good guys in the secondary, Justin Wally and Tyler Newbin. I'm, I'm not going to be able to take a whole lot away from the Michigan game next week because I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, we'll preview the game, try to give you some optimism, some things to look for if, if Purdue can do anything offensively and maybe hang around in that game for more than a quarter. So, but there's still, there's really only one or two things to play for. Um, one is competition for next year can you put yourself in good standing on this staff if you still want to be here can you put yourself in good standing with this coaching staff and give them some tape game tape that you're worth keeping on this roster and worth being a contributor to this team and the oaken bucket i i think that'll be a game that still two teams that are not having great years, they'll still maybe feel like something for Purdue and IU fans. It's it's I think if you can end the year on a positive note, you would at least take that away. Because neither IU or Purdue are trending in positive directions at the moment, even though IU played better than expected at Penn State yesterday. But Northwestern beat Maryland. So Northwestern has been feisty. That's a game that feels more 50-50 than it did at the beginning of the year. Minnesota um, has been playing well, um, not not blowing the doors off of anybody. It's still been defensive struggles with them. Low-scoring games, so I would anticipate that in a couple of weeks, another one of these ugly games. I would expect the last three games of the year to be very ugly. 
And next week is going to be a different definition of ugly. So I hope you can find something to look forward to. I'm going to try to do that here in the next few days to have a more positive outlook on this team, but there's not a lot of positives away. If you can find anything positive from this game, let me know in the comments. If you can tell me anything that you are looking forward to in these next four weeks, let me know because we are running out of things to be positive about. So make sure you are subscribed to the Behind the Rails of Purdue Football channel, the podcast feed. Um, Like and comment as you guys do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been your host, Bryce Vance. This has been the Behind the Rails of Purdue Football Podcast on the Believe Network, presented by Bet Online. Happy Halloween, guys, and I will see you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.